And this is a big case. Didn't get a lot of attention, but it should have gotten a lot more coverage because the conclusion is not guilty. And this is what a jury ruled on the shooting death of an Indigenous man in a trial that's been unfolding in a Hamilton courtroom. And it goes back to 2016 when Jonathan Styrus was shot and killed in the driveway of Peter Cahill's driveway, where he had been trying to steal a pickup truck at around 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh, the accused Cahill had been awakened by the noise, was said to have grabbed a shotgun, loaded it, and, as evidence would reveal, yelled to the man, hands up, but then would fire two fatal shots as the victim turned to him. And the 29-year-old father of two, who lived on the Six Nations Reserve, was hit in the chest and would ultimately die. And at the core of the case, the Crown argued that Mr. Cahill simply should have called 911, whereas the defense argued he was acting in self-defense because he believed the man was armed. And the case does have some very eerie similarities with the Colton Bushy case that just happened in Saskatchewan, where he was killed while trying to steal an ATV on private property, only to be shot by uh, a man named Gerald Stanley, who would ultimately be acquitted. So like in that case, tensions ran high. And that's why we are talking about this. Let's bring in Lauren Honickman, who has been likely following this case as well. Hey there, Lauren. Good evening. It is a uh, it's it's a, a very interesting case, and and what what of course is front and center in this case? It's it wasn't about race. Race was you know uh, that wasn't part of it at all. In fact, uh, well, I mean it, it it was part in the sense that um, uh, the jury originally was screened for possible racial bias, uh, but uh, the defense said that race was never raised in the evidence. What what this case was important for because we hear it said all the time where somebody says. I acted in self-defense. And when we talk about it in the context of a very important transaction like this, where it ends up that somebody dies, it is it becomes a very important issue in law. And that's why um, the jury would have to consider, and they did consider, three questions. Mm-hmm. This is what happens, Alex, in, in self-defense cases. The first question is, did the accused believe on reasonable grounds that uh, that Starris was using force or threatening to use force? You got to you start with that question. The second question they had to answer: uh, Did Kill shoot Styrus to defend himself from the use of force or the threat of force? That again, here comes the word that he reasonably thought was taking place. And then the third question was: What uh, Kill did reasonable considering the circumstances as he knew them or understood them to be? So it sounds like, well, it's only three questions, but you can see there that it is, they're, they're important <clears throat> questions. Yeah, interestingly, and I'll point out, the jury, as they often don't hear, is um, some pretty key evidence, and it had to do with his character. So there was the uh, police record that he had, which included dangerous driving convictions uh, in a case where he didn't stop for police. There were assault right. charges that had been later dropped, uh, theft charges, um, and there were... You know, there was a picture of him posing with a gun and a knife that were found in his pocket. The jury didn't see. And there was also a video of the accused uh, crying during his statements seven hours after the shooting that right. apparently showed real remorse. And the, and the jury didn't see that. Yeah. And, and you know, these things, um, what the jury saw and didn't see, what the jury heard and didn't hear, 
This happens all the time. And just so everybody understands, these types of uh, decisions by a judge as to what a jury will hear or not hear are done as, as pretrial motions. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't ever want a jury to use information that, that, that would be more prejudicial than probative. We always use, you always hear those words. And so evidence that may be prejudicial, uh, for example, um, a record for dangerous driving, as you said, yeah. a judge would say, well, that's not relevant. And, and a jury could misuse that to think that he has bad character because he was found, um, he was found uh, guilty. Same thing with, um, same thing with uh, him him crying or showing remorse during during the um, during his statement. Now, if his character had come an issue, perhaps all that would go in. But the interesting thing, Alex, getting back to this 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 defense or this self defense, um, the the jury came back with a uh, with a question, and um, and the, and it was about. And that happens as well as you know. It's very, it's very common in a trial uh, where a jury comes back and uh, they have a question, and they came back and asked a question again about this this reasonableness because we use it in law all the time, Alex. Well, reasonable. What would a person do? What what would a reasonable person do in that situation? And the jury you know, not surprisingly, had a question about it, and they wanted to know uh, whether it was reasonable in, you know, in normal circumstances or reasonable specific to that circumstance. And, of course, the judge was talking about and told them that, um, uh, you know, when you're talking about the definition of a reasonable person, um, it's, it's, it's looking for whether a reasonable person with the same character and experience as the accused would think firing the shotgun was reasonable within the circumstances. So they came back and uh, they found not guilty. And by the way, not a long deliberation, no. right? Yeah, I was surprised about that. And I was also surprised that we didn't get any tweets from the justice minister. Uh, what is it about this trial, uh, unlike the Colton Bushy, that didn't get uh, Ottawa all inflamed over over um, the issue of, of Native rights? I, I find it a little bit odd that, um, you know, they, they were both racially charged cases and almost parallel in the sense that it involved a stolen vehicle. Um, right. But we but didn't I, get that inflammation. That yeah. Perhaps the difference is, and 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 I know I know there there are members of the indigenous community who, um, and I saw that today, yep. who were very upset about sure. this. Um, but the defense took the position, and I didn't really see when I saw the review by by the uh, trial judge that race was never raised in evidence during right. the trial. It, it didn't come up, and and the reason it didn't come up. Um, according to the defense, and I guess the evidence is that the accused didn't even see the skin color. He only right. saw a threat. Right. And so it wasn't a matter of that, well, there, you know, there could have been a decision made on a split second. There was no evidence to suggest that. And in fact, the Crown that argued, uh, uh, the Crown attorney who argued in this case, he didn't talk about it either. He, he just felt that, that this was a, there was no self-defense here. Mm-hmm. That, that uh, as you know, his, his argument was this should never, uh, uh, this wasn't self-defense at all. This was just somebody who shot and shouldn't have shot. And as you said at the top, uh, that he should have, according to the Crown, he should have called uh, 911. That's what he should have done. Right. 
Well, and then the guy's got a military background, so it's not like he hasn't been around guns. But right. um, it, it's an interesting case. It didn't get a lot of media attention. No, it didn't. Well, I found yeah. that really interesting I, yeah, as well. Well, because the newsrooms don't have all the resources. That, that's what it comes down to. That's why you need local news. That's yeah, why I, local I guess, news. I, you know, because you're, you're absolutely yeah. right. I found it fascinating. Yep. It didn't get it, and it no. was a. It, it obviously an, an important trial. Sure, uh, but it was. Um, you know, uh, the, the fact of the matter is, at the end of it all, again, this is, this is, it was about self-defense. That's what the accused claimed. The judge gave the law to the jury, applied the facts. Jury came back, not a long deliberation, and agreed and uh, found him not guilty. They could have found him guilty of manslaughter. Sure. He was charged with second-degree murder. Yeah. They could have found him guilty of manslaughter without, you know, saying, well, he didn't have the intent to cause death. Nope. They acquitted him, and he, he literally walked out of the courtroom. Yeah. Fascinating. Thanks for the uh, in-depth analysis. Appreciate it. My pleasure. We'll talk soon. Lauren Honigman joining me tonight. This is Global News Radio.